0: Welcome to episode 136 of the Headspace and Tommy podcast, a show that's dedicated to breaking down the stereotypes around service member, veteran, and military family mental health. On today's show, I have a conversation with an old friend of mine, Don McCausland. Don and I worked together in an online project in the early 2000s, building an online community practice for Army non-commissioned officers. Then we lost touch with each other, as often happens in the military. We then reconnected when I found that Don, like me, had become a mental health professional after leaving the military. This short episode highlights some of the topics that Don and I covered. To hear the full episode, go to VeteranMentalHealth.com forward slash HST136. You're listening to Headspace and Timing, where we're trying to change the way that we think and talk about Veteran Mental Health. During Don's introduction, he talks about how he got close to the edge of losing his family and more, and how going to counseling helped him out.
1: Like a lot of people, I went and came back, and I was not really effectively dealing with the stuff that I was bringing home, that emotional baggage, like everyone else. I was a platoon sergeant that whole time, so I was the fixer. I was supposed to take care of people, and like most other people, I wasn't supposed to say I had a problem anyway, so I just kind of stuffed it real deep in a nice little black ball in the pit of my gut. But, you know, every time I went and came back, I just brought back more and more garbage that I was not dealing with. Finally reached a crisis point. The light bulb finally went on after a number of years. And uh, I realized, you know, my family was getting ready to bail on me and rightfully so. And I just thought I'm going to end up with nobody and nothing. And I'm going to be the pissed off angry vet at the end of the bar with a beer that nobody wants to be around because he's a miserable SOB. And that's what I realized I was looking at. Uh, So I finally got serious about counseling. I finally started doing it for real instead of just to humor my wife.
0: Like me, Don's a combat veteran with lived experience that provides clinical mental health counseling to other veterans. I asked him what it was like for him counseling veterans as a veteran.
1: You know, I'm in a place now where I don't, you know, it doesn't bring anything, anything up for me that I struggle with. I mean, yeah, it brings up memories, but I'm in a place where I can kind of, you know, I can effectively deal with them and stuff. So it's, I view it as part of my healing process, continual healing process, and part of my journey on the warrior's path. And as a warrior elder, you know, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm supposed to be doing is kind of guiding people through, you know, the dark areas, you know, cause I, I've been through
0: there. Don and I talked about some of the non-traditional approaches to wellness and how some veterans use that in conjunction with or even apart from traditional therapy.
1: There was still a lot of skepticism about that, you know, those non-traditional ways like uh, sweat lodges and things of that nature. And people kind of viewed it like kind of weird. It makes sense to people more and more that I find that, you know, because people are open to it and they're realizing that maybe traditional talk therapy is not as helpful as it could be definitely not just being full of meds is not helpful that's just numbing it but that's not solving the problem so they're looking for some solutions and you know these things are really helpful to
0: people Don also talks a bit about moral injury and how it comes from a very basic level of the fact that the military sometimes requires us to do things that we were taught not to do as children
1: this whole concept of moral injury sometimes it's hard for people to wrap their heads around but it's you know it's pretty simple if you think about it we learn from the earliest ages to not hurt people to be nice to have good manners to use your words don't hit you know you learn that either just through upbringing uh, from religion to not do certain things and then we get into the military and then more you know more importantly we go to war and then we're expected to go completely against the grain as far as what we've been taught all our lives which is You know, those things about being nice and respectful and don't hit people and don't be mean. And you have to violate basic moral codes that are hammered into us from the beginning. So why wouldn't somebody struggle with that?
0: When we talked about how to change the narrative around mental health in the service member veteran military family community, he talked about how the conversations like ours and demonstrating the benefits of counseling by those of us who have experienced it will make a difference. It's
1: going to take people like us either, you know, serving in a professional capacity as therapists or just people who've been to therapy to reach out more and share more with fellow veterans and say, really, it's not a bad thing. It might feel weird and awkward, but it's going to help. So, you know, kind of encourage each other to not bunker up and stay in the house
0: We also talk about the propensity for veterans to build an offensive defense in order to keep people away from us, which is comfortable in the short term, but ultimately harmful in the long run. Um,
1: You know, I kind of tell people we get used to putting up these walls, you know, these HESCO barriers around ourselves with two rows of concertina wire on top to keep people away, keep them at arm's length to keep you from getting hurt or to keep you from lashing out at them to protect your loved ones. But in the process of putting up those walls to protect us and keep people away, you're not just keeping negative stuff away, you're keeping positive stuff away. So, you know, we're stuck in this struggle of, on the one hand, putting up barriers to protect ourselves and yet at the same time, peeking over those walls and looking outside and saying, why the hell won't these people talk to me?
0: You're listening to Headspace and Timing, where we're trying to change the way that we think and talk about veteran mental health. Don and I talk about a lot more in the longer episode, his work with Dr. Ed Tick, his work with the Cohen Veterans Network, and his past work with the Vet Center. If you want to hear more about all of this, you can find the show notes and the longer episode at VeteranMentalHealth.com forward slash HST136, or on your podcast player of choice. Just a reminder that the guests and information on this show are for informational purposes only and not meant to be considered professional advice. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice so you don't miss another episode. Until then, remember veterans, you're not alone. Ever.